Look halfway. What happened? You ready? Nope. <laughs> Are you sure you take it off? <laughs> Just trying to even my stream. I'm so glad I'm recording this right now. It's like 9 30. Like, this is prime bedtime. I usually have like three more hours in me. Because you're a fucking psycho. What's up, guys? <laughs> We're gonna have to just like chop up the beginning of that and then like throw it into this. <laughs> we do. Okay, should we officially start? Go ahead. <laughs> you know, like Princess Jasmine with his hair. Okay. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Ever Adaptive Podcast. I am, can you stop? <laughs> I'm your host, Becky Flowers, and my obnoxious co host over here, <laughs> Sarah Budson. We're, delir- <laughs> We're delirious. What's up, guys? Shit. Okay, let's try that again. Okay, take two. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Other Podcast. All right, we're just going for it. Okay. What's up, guys? We are in person again. If we're you watch, knocking them out. we are. We're just getting them getting them done. They're better with person. us being here, though. They are. It's way better than Zoom. Honestly, this is like the third time we've been in person together. Isn't that crazy? Like, like, like of all time, right? Yeah, of all time. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Over a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So crazy. But, all right. We are talking- Also off topic. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Fun fact. Fun fact. Um, so we, we, we've been talking and we wanted to just record and that's kind of why we're a little delirious because it's late and we've been having some deep conversations, but like, honestly, and I don't even want this to be like a, like a framed thing because the way we were just talking about it was like, it was just really cool mm-hmm. of like, what, traits I guess you would call it yeah we think that like a valuable person holds and just like even things that like like I look for these traits in people around me yes and this isn't just romantic partners this is no this is like business partners friends your your circle right like exactly the people that you want in your life people that are going to surround you that realistically you should want to help elevate yes because okay we were just listening to something and sarah pulled out a quote from what is her name cody sanchez what (laughs) (laughs) the cody i don't even know who it was okay well she had said something that was what you want to do like what is it again the we wrote it the down. reel that I was just watching yeah okay the quote that it was from it was 
you're putting me on the spot here. Sorry. Get around other people who what you want is just their Tuesday. So surround yourself with people that are so much farther along than you. That that's just what they do. That's just the standard that they hold themselves to. So that's what spurred this whole conversation of high value, traits of high value people. Yeah. And just like the things that the characteristics in these people that it's like you recognize these in these people and you're like, yeah, I want to like spend more time around you and like Mm -hmm. learn from you and just like watch you and see, you know, what can I kind of pull from that? Like that'll kind of go into like one of our points here is one of my points is just like always being a sponge. Mm-hmm. Like I will never walk into a room and be like, I'm the smartest person here. And if you do, like you should put you put yourself in a different room because you need to be learning more. And just always being open to growth, however that looks. Mm-hmm. I agree. And if you're walking into the room thinking that you're the smartest person in the room, you probably need an ego check too. That's just yeah. what I think. Yeah. I mean, check your ego goes into all of it too. Be confident, but don't be overconfident. And then also like fumble too, right? Yeah. Yeah. We were just talking about how like a lot of these characteristics tie into like the follow through. Everything goes back to the follow through in so many different ways. Like, what, like, what the big, like, the, I think that was the first one on like both of our lists mm-hmm. was like being in shape, right? Like, be in shape. It shows that you respect yourself. You put time and energy into yourself. You have discipline. Like, your body is your only vessel for life Mm -hmm. and if someone looks sloppy to me I don't have as much respect for them as I do for someone who's better put together who's in shape who you can tell like worked for their physique yes and their appearance and it's not like a egotistical thing it's just like I want to be respected in a room. So why would I show up looking like I don't give a fuck about myself? Yes. And I think being in shape is such a, it's such a point that we look for in people and no matter who it is, because of that discipline that goes back into it because of the hard work that we know that went into it so it doesn't mean that we're looking at you know some guy's biceps and being like oh my god yes no that's why I want you around me no (laughs) because it's time and energy into oneself exactly like that's what it boils down to and just like we've talked about on almost every fucking episode now it's like these disciplines that you learn from bodybuilding or working out like drive this one into the ground again but putting time and energy into yourself 
that's something that you learn in those push phases that just bleeds into every other aspect of your life. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. What else do you got on your list? You go. I've already gone like twice. (laughs) Um, my top one was doing what you say you're going to do. Follow through. And it goes back to follow through. (laughs) But if you aren't able to do what you say that you're going to do, I, one, don't trust you. Two, you're not going to trust yourself. Yeah. Three, you're going to be really insecure. My number one thing that I tell my clients is if you want more confidence, do what you say you're going to do. Mm -hmm. It's a huge confidence builder. Mm -hmm. But... Like, insecurity is going to hold you back. Because you won't go after the big goals and dreams that you have. Because mm-hmm. you won't think that you're good enough. Stand on your word. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can't stand on your word, what do you have to stand on, though? Like, that's a like a self-respect thing, too, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Is like... I'm going to start my diet on Monday. Monday rolls around. You didn't start it. Oh, well, I didn't prep my meals. Or like, just literally just applicable in any capacity. Mm-hmm. Like so many different things. If you don't follow through. And this goes into even like the time thing. If you tell someone you're going to be there at 10 o'clock. I'm bad at this. You, but, well, I'm going to call you out. You better be there at 10 o'clock. <laughs> I'm bad at being on time. <laughs> I will call myself out on that one. See, that's an area of growth. Yeah. Oh, and I'm very well aware of it. And, like, it's something that I need to be better at. Mm-hmm. And, like, if I say I'm going to be somewhere at a time, I know that that's my, that's my fuck up. And I have growth in that area because... I'd say seven out of 10 times I'd show up five minutes late. (laughs) Seven out of 10? Probably. Unless it's like something like super important. But if it's like, I'll meet Joey at the gym at this time. He's always like, okay, so expect Sarah like five minutes late. All right, Joey, call her out next time. Oh, he always does. He always does. Okay, good. (laughs) Good. It's, that's a huge fault of mine. Well, you know what? The first step is recognizing it. But but then <laughs> this goes into one of our other areas that we were just talking about. One of our other points is taking action, right? Yes. You have that self-awareness. But now what are you going to do with it? We were just talking about this with like, you can read all the self-help, bo- self-help books in the world. But like, what are you going to do with that information? Yeah. Take action. It goes to your first point of... Well, the first point that we talked about before was being a sponge and like wanting to learn new things and learn new skills. But then also it goes into, you have to apply that then. You can Mm -hmm. learn all you want, listen to all the podcasts, but. But what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do? Apply it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what's, what's next on your list? There's so much here. Um, attention to detail. That's something I'm really good at. And I'll pat myself on the back left and right on this one because it is something that I'm very, very good at. I'm very detail oriented. I pay attention to the small, the small details that could make or break something. You do. And I will say I'm very bad at this. So 
<laughs> this is calling me out now. Example. For me? Yep. Oh, I hate content creating. You will send things back 20 times over and be like, let's change this. And I'm like, this motherfucker, I'm just going to slap that thing up and call it, call it a day. And I think that this goes hand in hand with the stuff that you put out. Like that to me is like being in shape. Okay. Like I would tie those together in a, I, in a manner because it's agree. like, if we throw something up on on YouTube, right? And like something's like misspelled or something stupid, right? That you're like, Sarah, like, I don't care. And I'm like, nope, it's got to be perfect. Because mm-hmm. like, that's a representation of us. Yeah. No, I appreciate it. It drives <laughs> me crazy, but I appreciate it. No, and I do agree with that. Because I think everything that you put out, even if it's on social media, it does reflect back on you. Mm -hmm. So that is something, an area of growth for me. We're just like exposing all of our weaknesses here. (laughs) We obviously are not saying that we are high high value individuals. We are on our way. I got that on the bag, in the bag on like these areas, but these ones, okay, I could use some. We're so good. But that's, that's the thing is, Okay working through those realizations and then creating those actionable steps to improve. Mm -hmm. And it's that 1% better every single day. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do it overnight. Um, let's see. Well, this ties in right here on my list is holding yourself to a higher standard. Yeah. So getting, getting to your place on time, making sure that you don't have crappy graphics that you're throwing up because you hate doing that attention to detail attention to detail just holding yourself to that higher standard uh my next one was eye contact and like firm handshakes yes like when you're meeting someone or just having a conversation with someone looking at someone in the eye is huge Mm -hmm. is huge and it also shows a lack of confidence if you don't in my opinion yes like if you're like just like looking for something else to focus on like when I'm looking you in the eye and it's like oh fuck okay right like yeah like you're dialed in yeah yeah and like nothing there there's all of this other noise but like none of that makes sense like it's a respect thing firm handshake right Mm -hmm. and it also just shows a confidence in yourself which I think I mean, that ties into one of our other points that we just talked about too, like confidence, mm-hmm. having confidence in yourself. It's, it's everything. Respect for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Those, I agree with those as well. Um, another thing is when you are speaking with someone, you are speaking about them more than you're talking about yourself. Mm. So you're asking about them. You're curious about their story. Yeah. What makes them tick? Yep. Yeah, that's huge. Not being self-centered. Yeah. And There's also, nothing worse than having a conversation when it's just one-sided. Yeah. And also, I think that ties into, like, being a sponge, too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can learn a lot from hearing someone's story or whatever they have to say. And that goes into 
having respect for everyone because you can learn a lot from the server Mm -hmm. that is running around like crazy as you can from the president of a company. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. Absolutely. Everyone has a story and an experience Mm -hmm. and in some way there's value to it. Yes. Whether it's hearing someone starting being like, not going to do that. Lesson learned there. <laughs> right. <laughs> or the latter. <laughs> yep. What else do you have? Um, really, a lot of it just goes back to doing what you say you're going to do. I have one here. There's something. And this we heard on another podcast, but it's so good. If something triggers you, it's probably about you. And that is so true. I can't tell you how many times someone has said something to me where I am so livid and I have to step back and think about it and be like, damn, that was true. Mm. Like, why is this getting why is so this heated? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Plenty of times it's happened to me. But also, we live in a society and world where people are soft about everything too right and so that can go in a lot of different ways people are probably going to get triggered about some of the things that we've said in this podcast especially like the being in shape one right Mm -hmm. showing up for yourself that's a time and energy and respect for yourself if that's triggering you why dive into that Mm -hmm. or you can get angry you can say, fuck those girls, turn off the podcast, and then continue on with your life. Bye. But what is that going to do with you? Bye. <laughs> exactly. Like, you can't sugarcoat things. I think that there's a way to express things, um, but you can't sugarcoat it. And it goes into direct communication. And, and trolling your emotions. And that con- was one of my points, too, because that's huge. And that is something that <clears throat> I have gotten a lot better at over the last couple of years. Like since, really since I pulled the plug on competing, table competing for a bit, right? And okay. not, because that happened very quickly to me and it was not my decision. You know, my old coach was like, this is something that we need to do. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what the fuck? And it really made me stop and assess and look at the bigger picture and be like, yeah, you're right. Like, this isn't something that I need to focus on right now. Or I could have responded and been like, anything right like fuck you I'm finding another coach and to yeah or something right thinking. something <clears throat> anything but stopping to be like okay well why and this goes into something that we talked about in one of our other other episodes was teaching me mm-hmm. you know and I think that that is a superpower <clears throat> I don't know what is going on with my throat a superpower of that self-awareness and making sure that you're not responding emotionally because that is something that I struggled with in the past I used to get heated about things I used to get angry 
But like, what good comes out of that? Nothing. Nothing good for me ever in the past. No. Where if I feel those emotions, let them pass, and then really think about how I'm going to respond in a logical way, not out of not out of emotion. A lot of times you can figure a lot out and make it make a lot more sense instead of just flying off the handle, making accusations, not taking responsibility. However, whatever way it goes, right? Whichever way it goes. And then you start to realize the people that do respond out of emotion all the time. And you're like, I don't want you around me. Yeah, you can't do it. I will say this is one thing that I am really working on. I know you are. Um, You're getting better at it. I am. I am getting better. But as you start to work on it, you really do recognize that more. And it's the lack of personal responsibility Mm -hmm. is huge. Mm -hmm. And if you can't take responsibility for any of your actions in that and take it as a learning lesson it's a big turnoff and no matter who you are but also be logical with it don't because there are instances recently where you and I have had conversations and you'll pin the blame on yourself for something that really isn't your fault yes like don't allow that to bury you either I, I agree. I think though, putting the blame on yourself, as long as you don't let it bury you is almost a sense of control in the moment. I would definitely agree there. So it's <laughs> sure. Like just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, okay. I can handle this and I can, I can fix me. I can't fix the other person, mm-hmm. but like, let me over fix this. <laughs> Without being too crazy. I, 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 yes, I catch what you're saying. And that makes sense, framing it that way of like, okay, well, these are the things that I can control. So maybe if I do just take responsibility for this, somehow I can move forward in some way by controlling my actions. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good, that's fair. That's valid for sure. Thank you. Absolutely. No, it makes sense. Because it's something that I, like, but there's also times where I'm like, Becky, you know, like. Oh, yeah. No, you're good. (laughs) You're good. (laughs) And you do need those people in your life that are going to say that to you. And can see it through a clear lens. Yes. Yeah. That are outside of the situation. Mm -hmm. So this goes into another one of our points of you're constantly doing the work on yourself. So you're able to like dive into the things that you need to work on. Um, like I brought up therapy on working through your past and yeah, yeah, yeah. just those things. Not that you're dwelling on that and being like, well, I am this way because of what's happened in my past. It's doing the active work to help yourself deal with the shit that goes on in all of our heads mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah because everyone's past everyone has whatever past they have 
And there's a reason why we are the way we are because of our past. But also use that. And if there is room for improvement in your current self, which there always is, Mm -hmm. no matter who you are, no matter what stage of life you're in, there's always room for improvement. Not being like, well, that's just the way I am because of it. Mm-hmm. Handle your shit, right? Like handle your shit and do that active work to move forward in the best way that you know is possible. Yeah. Yeah. An, an example that I'm thinking of is really recently in our therapy episode, I talked about how I started EMDR. Yeah. So I'm going more into it and we started like actually going into the past memories Hmm. and one of them was from when I was like four years old and we're working through it and I came to the realization that my self-worth that I pin on myself came from that memory. I could wallow in that and be like, well, I feel worthless because this person and just completely put the blame on that person, not work through it as a 36-year-old mom of three. Mm-hmm. Or I can realize what was there, what that person was going through, and then work through it. Mm-hmm. And then realize that I do have worth. And there's a lot of power in that. In there like, is. I guess like, like you said, not dwelling and like living in there, but like making those realizations of like oh these things happened and that makes sense how do I work through that moving forward so that maybe you don't put that on your kids right exactly yeah you take the power back from Mm -hmm. from that breaking the cycle however that looks Mm -hmm. yeah interesting that's a good one that's a good one let me see what else I have yeah protecting your circle you are very good at this honestly when I think of that and I've heard that before with high value people I always think of you instantly because you are very I don't even know how to describe it like that is your energy I am loyal to a fault (laughs) you are Sometimes too much. To a fault. Yes, sometimes. And Toby's dreaming. He is the Toby's most just off camera and he's dog like cat. He's the look at him. Look at his feet. He's he's got the zoomies in his sleep. Anyway, okay, back on topic. Um this is something that it's a double-edged sword and I'm very very aware of that within myself is I will always give people the benefit of the doubt I'll take into consideration all of their variables what do they have going on what was their past like all of these things and sometimes I even use that as an excuse for other people's behavior Mm mm-hmm I think until I get burned enough times. Then you're finally like, fuck this. I am like, I will, if you, 
if I care about you, like I will fucking go to bat for you. And I will bend over fucking backwards, give you the shirt off my back, do like I would do anything for my people because I'm just, I feel so deeply. And even if I do get burned, I'll, I see the good in people. And this is a fault of mine. I see the good in people and that will trump sometimes the reality, the reality for sure. Yeah. That's a good word for it. I was trying to figure out kind of like how to frame that, but yeah, sometimes it is the reality and sometimes I need to just look at things for what they are mm-hmm. instead of being like, well, they have this going on or they're dealing with a lot. Well, fuck, so am I, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But I am fiercely loyal for my people and like my circle, like I will take a bullet without question. Mm-hmm. And until you prove to me, uh, probably a couple times, probably a couple too many times that that's we're not- in like Sarah. Come on, we're <laughs> we're we're done. <laughs> it's happened a lot of times. Not everyone has the same heart as you, mm-hmm. and that's a really hard thing for me to grasp. Is that not everyone has the same heart as me? Yeah, that's a hard reality to sit mm-hmm. with sometimes. But you, you're getting better. I can tell you're getting better at that. I'm trying. You are. I really am trying. It's happened a lot of times in the last few years where I want to overlook faults in people and maybe things that they're not willing to work on so many people so many people and it's like I want the best for everyone but when they don't want it for themselves that's what fucking kills me yeah and I finally I find it takes a long time for me to get to that point where for me to be like I can't help you because that's what I want to do. You do. You do. But I think it also goes back to finally removing those people that have proven time and time again, that they are not going to hold themselves to the standard that you hold your circle to. It goes reciprocate. Yes. And it goes back to protecting your circle. Mm -hmm. You have to, protect the people in your circle and having a leech or an anchor in the circle is just going to bring everyone else down yeah so um that got really deep (laughs) i know but that was good i think that's what i got you got any more communication yeah we talk about communication we kind of brought it up but we didn't really dive in so you know how fucking important communication is it's everything <laughs> it is everything communication and also 
understanding the other side of it too, right? You can communicate all you want, but if another person isn't understanding or receiving it too, that's huge as well. So communicating, but then also being open to receiving communication. Yes, Yes, I agree. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, I can't tell you how many times in like romantic relationships where they will not communicate and then I feel disrespected. So then I won't communicate and then it's just this back and forth. Yeah. So it is a really, it's a give and take on both ends. For sure. For sure. And I think that also goes with standing on your word. Mm -hmm. Like if you're not willing to communicate how you're feeling and not in a like, I'm trying, like in a like, oh, you like hurt me kind of way. Like we're not talking about that. Like, even though that is valid, but like, don't be a victim, but yeah, just communicate so that other people know where you're at mm-hmm. on everything yeah it's such a huge it can be a really big roadblock and that goes in a lot of different relationships right friendships romantic relationships business relationships that can be a huge road roadblock if there's a lack of communication or a miscommunication or and I guess this can t- tie into controlling your emotions too, communicating in a way that maybe you didn't mean to come off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Not responding out of emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Being even keel and calm and concise and intentional with your words and communication. That's huge to me. Yeah. That's huge. And I, it goes back to showing respect for yourself, but then also showing respect for the other part, people. Mm-hmm. And just, I mean, it can be as simple as, hey, I need some time to think this over. Yeah. I will get back to you. Yeah. Or like, and I, I, this is an area we're just exposing all <laughs> of our faults here. This is an area I can improve on is, I don't have the capacity for this right now, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of times if I get overwhelmed by something that someone said and I do have to think about it and it does take me more than just like a a little bit, like, or I just have so many life factors coming at me. Like, I wish I could be there for you right now, but like, I don't have the capacity. Like, I have to... You can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. And that goes, because a lot of people do come to me for advice on things. Mm -hmm. And with so many life things happening, sometimes I, I do have to just cut everything off. And that's when I, I say like I recluse, right? I'm, I do that a lot. And I know it's a fault of mine is I get overwhelmed by all of these other factors. I'm like, I'm going to shut everyone out. And focus on what I need to just for me. 
and maybe there's a better outlet for that probably there is. <laughs> it's okay but I like if I reach max capacity, I'm just like, nothing else matters. Like I'm going to go hide in my corner or like lay in the corner of my couch with Toby under my blanket and just hide for like three days. No, I don't do that, but I want to. Um, Versus you just saying, hey, I don't have the capacity for this. I really want to be there for you. But at this moment, I can't take this on. Mm-hmm. And that goes into being an empath, right? Mm-hmm. Because I used to take that on. I used to. No matter what. Yeah. And that's when I would be just, I would hit a brick wall. Yeah, because you're taking on everyone else's energy and problems. Mm -hmm. And And carrying the weight of it. Mm -hmm. That's something that I have gotten better at is not carrying the weight of other people's problems. Good. I can, now I can kind of separate it more of like, I'll listen to your problems. I'll offer you advice once, maybe twice, but your problems are your problems and you got to handle them. But sometimes I don't even have the capacity for that. So that's a good one though. That's a good one to recognize that you need to work on. Yeah. Cause I know that that is how I, I deal with it as I'm just like shut down. Yeah. And like people can't get a hold of me (laughs) hey that's fine I know my we're just exposed one of mine because why not one of my things with communication is I am very quick like how you hold on to people and try to like give them the benefit of the doubt Mm. you show me one thing you're gone and I will never speak to you again I won't even explain to you why you're gone you're just gone and that's like the opposite end of that polar opposite yeah yeah. I'm not communicating anything with them there's gotta be like a happy medium right (laughs) you guys know a happy medium (laughs) help us out like but we're we're on both ends of the spectrum here with that because well I wouldn't even I wouldn't say that I'm at like an end of a spectrum because it's like I won't allow myself to be walked all over no but it takes me a while to learn my lessons in everything I think because I'm stubborn. And you see, you see the good in everyone. You see the potential in everyone. Just mm-hmm. like how we talked about in another podcast of your purpose here is to really shine light on people's potential. Yeah. So you that <laughs> to a fault sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because I do see the potential of people Mm -hmm. and when they're not living up to that for themselves it's disappointing to me even if I'm not like directly involved with them like you know how many people I've been like like you could have done so much more for yourself if you would have just worked for it Mm -hmm. you know but you can't carry that weight yeah. You can't be the fire under someone's ass. No. Because that's draining. It is. And you have your own fire to deal with. <laughs> it's everywhere. Yes. Currently. <laughs> uh, anyway. Wow. We got a little bit off topic there. Pretty deep, but. No, it was good. Hopefully you guys got some value from that. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, I mean, it's characteristics and traits that I know. I mean, we are very similar in our, our ways of thinking and, you know, the the people that we want around us. And I think that's important to recognize and also speak out loud, too. There is power in speaking it out loud. Mm-hmm. Who you want in your circle. Yep. well thanks guys thanks for hanging out with us (laughs) this is like i don't know we've recorded three podcasts today now yeah (laughs) so this will be in the 20s finally and now we're gonna go to bed well i'm gonna go to sleep she's gonna i'll probably be up for like three more hours be up forever see you next week guys bye guys